some knowledge for the topics and relationship advice. You write the leader. Email us in the DM if you think. Dreaming, now we blow bags for the fuck of it. Toast every time we scratch sun off our bucket list. My nigga, I've been praying more, staying away from sucker shit. It's crazy how you run across the show and fall in love with it. Appreciate you tuning in. Yeah, we gon' be here by the now. We're talking true events. Another week, another topic. To everyone that's here, thanks for watching. Yeah, Patty's about to keep it real. Stars gon' drop some knowledge for the topics and relationship advice. You write the reader. Email us in the DM if you think your nigga cheating or your chick. Folks don't know what loyal is. Niggas scared to tell the truth. We tie the cap, but no further than these two. Got opinionated views, but still we gotta state the facts. I done heard a lot of other niggas' shows, and I'ma pass. And every time they're here, they give you everything they have. Shit, what more can you ask? These two the perfect match. Run it back. Hey, mark it in your calendars. Don't miss this broadcast. Tonight we live. Don't be in the comments fucking up no vibes. Another show is copy us, let's all laugh. They say it's flattery, but nah, fuck your podcast. Hey. <laughs> Let me add live that real quick. Thank you guys <laughs> for tuning in to another episode of Fuck Your Podcast. I am Star. And it's your girl, Patty Mayo. And let me get all background music going. I thought I deleted that shit for a second. I don't know. That wouldn't be it. <laughs> Hey, 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 you ready? You ready? <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> like, I know I'm not rapping. <laughs> it's Sydney Savage. Joseph, can you pass me that? Um, yo, I that love it. That chord right there. This one? Yeah, unplug it though. <clears throat> you gotta have to be the, um, the hype man. That, um, the hype woman. Let me get my. Um, so, how was your weekend? Tell everybody how your weekend was, and let me... Tell everybody how your weekend was. Yes. Um, you know, same old, same old. I really ain't too much for my weekend. <laughs> I really ain't too much this weekend, to be honest. Um, just kind of kicked it, kept it low-key. Okay. You bet. Okay. <laughs> how was your weekend? Um, my weekend was good. What did I do? Um... Yo, I literally, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I have been in the house since last Sunday. Yeah. I have not been out of the house. And um, I ain't mad at it. But, it really had nothing to do. It's cold outside. Yes, it is cold outside. To be honest with you, I don't know what the what the weather is, but I can tell it's cold when I mm-hmm. actually feel like, you know, feel the air and shit like that in the house. <laughs> it's bipolar outside. Back. Um, it's supposed to get snow tomorrow. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> that um, all right. So we, we did not toast. So we definitely need to toast yes, it up. Yes, let's do it. What are we toasting to this week? We are toasting to... Um, <laughs> we're toasting to, to life. Yes. And to being successful. Yes. And to Hell speaking... Yes. I know it's like cliche, but just speaking things into existence. Hell yes, yes. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Ooh, so cheers to that. Ooh, that tequila. Yes, it's that's strong. It is very strong, but it's really, really good. Um, it's a thing. Yes, I enjoy it. Hi, Calvin. Hey, cuz, what's up? Um, thanks for joining. Ooh. trying to recover from that shot yo that shot is strong <laughs> as hell yo but all right we're gonna go ahead and get into uh the topic hey so- it's p <laughs> <laughs> um did you see the um you see the the dc hip-hop awards i've seen a little bit of it so i did see it. so what, what did you think about the awards and you know that because of the pandemic everything is virtual now yeah let me turn the background music down a little bit everything is hey, like super care. um you know, virtual now and shit like that. So, how do you think the awards were and what the performances? Because it's it, to be, it was a um, a younger crowd now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, I thought it was dope. I really did because, oh, you hear me? <laughs> I thought it was dope because everybody that came out. I mean, other than the performances, and some of the performances were definitely geared towards this. But I want to say that everybody was kind of given the same statement, mm-hmm. like, you know, let's support each other mm-hmm. as black individuals and let's vote, let, let's get out, let's do something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that movement in itself, you know, throughout the whole show was really dope. But honestly, I didn't really get to see most of the awards. So I think they were just having, um, they were having like different people, like different um, celebrities, like give the awards on like, you know, TV or whatever. Right. Um, but I mean, the performances was good. Um, Meg Thee Stallion, she walked away with three awards. Did she perform? Um, no, she didn't perform. Oh, but um, a lot of people were, well, Little Baby, his fans mm-hmm. were actually a little upset because they feel like that he should have won album of the year. And, you know, Meg Thee Stallion took that home. Okay. Um you know, I, I just, I feel like, um, you know, I, I feel like they put in equal amount of, of work. Now, Definitely. she didn't have a full album out. You know, she did put out, out a lot of uh, mixtapes, but I, you can't take credit away from a person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just because you feel like a, another artist should have. But um, if she didn't have an album, then she probably shouldn't have won. Well, I mean, I don't know if they did it well, true. I don't know if they did. Um, no, it, it wasn't the best album. It was the... Um, like Best New Artist? The um, Hip Hop, um, the Artist of the Year. That's, okay. what, that's what it was. So, excuse me, Hip Hop Artist of the Year Award. Okay. Um, but, I mean, I, I feel like at the same time, like, you know, she'd have put in a lot of work. Absolutely. And, and she's uh, been through a lot. Yeah, and I, besides what she's been through, like, yo, she, put, she is busy. Like, she's yeah, been busy even, during this whole pandemic right so i just feel like you know you can't really take away you know what what people have going on because you feel like your artist should have won like you know shout out to everybody who who won an award now um the baby he was nominated for a few awards and he didn't win any he didn't win anything hey ash yeah the baby yeah he didn't win nothing Nope. Yeah, it was ours. That's the crazy. Yeah, he didn't, the he baby didn't been killing it since he came out. Right, but um, I don't know. It, it, it's a tough category because again, everybody's yeah. good. You know, everybody's good. Not everybody's going to um gonna win. You know, right. there's gonna be some losers. But my thing is this: you can't. To me, I feel like you can't base your career off of awards you base that off of your fans and the money that you make i don't give a fuck if i don't never get no award if my money is in the bank and that shit's sitting lovely a lot of artists that got underplayed and just never received an award but you you know their work and you still respect them for what they do right 
So, yeah. Yeah, as long as you put out a good body of work and your fans support that. you, you're selling out concerts, that shit. But he also went on um, on Twitter and said, you know, he don't really care about awards, you know. Yeah, so, I hear that. But. I mean, he's smart because a lot of people would kind of like put on rants mm-hmm. on social media and just say why they should have won. And then now they're downplaying another artist yeah. and now people are looking at them sideways. Mm-hmm. I think he handled it appropriately. Um, all right, so let's jump into the shooting in Philly. So I know y'all seen Philly is damn near on fire yeah. with everything that's been transpiring with the shooting of uh, Walter Wallace Jr. So um, he was 27 and he was shot earlier this week. And um, they're basically saying that, you know, he um, was having like a mental episode and um, the ambulance was called. Right. Now, you know, everybody knows when the ambulance called, the fire truck usually shows up first. I don't know what, you know, what state or city you guys are in, but the um, fire truck, if they're closer, they'll usually show up first, then the ambulance, and then, you know, the police shows up as well. So they were, the, the mother was basically saying that she didn't call the police, but the police knew that he was having a mental episode because they had been to the house three times already. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, with that being said, I just feel like, you know, everybody watched the video and, you know, when you see what happened during that time yeah. and what happened was, you know, um, he was running around the car and um, I don't know if he was like chasing the police, but when the police fired the shots and, and to me, it was definitely overkill. But when they fired the shots, he was um, he was a few feet away from from them. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like a good distance away. Right. So I, I feel like, you know, I get it that he had a weapon. But as a police officer, you know, you have to if you have training, you have to take other measures because I've seen several videos of um, white people with weapons and like they haven't the police don't Rifle. shoot them right AK. So, and they're they're tased or you know they're being chased or whatever the situation was but i feel like due to you know the the situation they could have used the tasers so how do you feel about it with yeah. all the rioting going on i mean i applaud everybody who is out there you know protesting i don't agree with rioting but i do agree with protesting and um trying trying to gain some type of change because like you said this is a mental health crisis mm-hmm. it's not you know nobody was in in danger and the police weren't in danger because it's a it's a knife you have a gun okay you have a gun to protect yourself and you're gonna shoot somebody who has a knife mm-hmm. there, there's so many different ways that they could have handled this situation um you know police need to learn how to de-escalate situations and like we've seen many times before, people, uh, not people, police, they, they go into certain situations, you know, full force because they're fearful. Mm-hmm. And in a situation like this, um, this this kid, he, he was a kid. He was 27 years old. He's still very young. He's, he has nine kids. You know what I mean? Like, that's a lot of kids. It's a lot of kids. And he has a lot to live. He had a lot to live for. Yeah. And for, for somebody to just straight kill him because he was going through something and he happened to have a weapon in his his hand I just feel like you know you you can't um you can't fight those type of battles with with police Mm -hmm. and and that's why the mom said you know she didn't call the police she she told them it was a mental health crisis and they knew this Mm -hmm. so the fact that they sent the police out I heard the police was laughing at them yeah that's what she said laughing at the the amount of times that they came out the police was laughing and things like that but 
And that just shows how cruddy the police system is. It's like they they know what they're doing Mm -hmm. because I don't really think they're even trained to kill. And, you know, and if if they are, then, you know, what type of system is that? We already see it's a crooked system. But but honestly, that it is. Sorry to cut you off, but it is. Like, they are trained to kill. Like, they're not trained. But they they need to be trained how to de-escalate a situation. situation. Right. And now I am going to, you know, it is. You're dealing with animals. You're dealing with human beings. It is hard when you're dealing with a situation where there, um, there's a, a, a weapon, weapon involved. Like, so I'm not, you know, I get that. But the thing is, is like, you know, a gun versus a knife yeah. where you could have used a taser to slow him down, to stop him, you know what I'm saying? To, to, to get the weapon away from him. Because again, it wasn't... Um, it wasn't a gun. Right. Um, you know, I, I just... Yeah, we, we've seen the police de-escalate heavier situations, right. mass murderers who are, you know, who have fully loaded guns and they're arrested mm-hmm. and taken away in a police car and able to see another day. This this is completely out of hand. The it's fact that the, situation. Yeah, the fact that the police would even show up, they, they know the situation, they're taunting the family and they, and they allow this to happen in front of the family like that. Yeah. In front of his mom. But not only that, it's like, you know, um, a guy was talking and he's like, you know, you, you send these police officers into, um, into a black community and they don't, they're scared and they don't know how to deal with black people. Right. Like they, they don't, they're not from this, um, they're not from this neighborhood. Right. So when you're coming to this neighborhood, you're automatically thinking that these people are thugs and, you know, killers and all this other stuff. It's like when you're, when you're not, you haven't grew up in this neighborhood. So my thing is like when you have police officers, you need to have officers who actually live lived in that in that neighborhood not somebody who lived fucking 30 40 minutes away that's scared of the people in the neighborhood because what are they gonna do they're gonna retreat into their gun to their weapon like you know what i'm saying they're they're scared they just don't they just don't know the they just don't know yeah, they I mean, it's do. Not, not to say that, that, that that's right or right. whatever, but... So Calvin said they do uh, de-escalate when the motherfucker's white, and you're absolutely right. right. They know how to de-escalate the situation then. I mean, it's just a tragic end to something that could have been um, de-escalated. Yeah, and, and I just feel like so much better. things need to be handled in a different way. Now, that being said, you know, with, with the... Um, with it's the people, with the people, um, with police officers, you know, killing black men and things like that, and just what's going on with us in general, mm-hmm. um, as black people, like now, I don't know how people feel about this. Like when it comes to politics and, and just voting, I just sometimes like I'm so fucking sick of seeing these voting things. Like yo, I'm I'm just I'm out here. I'm just trying to live my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Day by day, as soon as you open anything up, it's like vote, vote. With right. Nike sending out shit. It's like yo, like I I get it. Yeah. But it's like, I don't need you to throw the shit down my fucking throat. You know what I'm saying? But I don't understand why do black, some black people and like the new woke black people, mm-hmm. why do you guys think that voting is our savior? So I've seen something that T.I. posted, right? Mm-hmm. And he posted, um, oh, you can stand in line for, for Yeezys, but you know, you can't stand in line for... Um, voting and then it says vote for freedom and i'm like and i was lost because it's like vote for freedom excuse me vote for freedom yeah um 
Like, like, do you really think us voting in this election right now? We're we're voting like it's it's we're voting for freedom. How? I'll say it time and time again. This election is literally voting for the lesser evil. Right. That's, That's literally all it is. And we've voted so many times in the past and we still don't have freedom. So right. voting does not, you know, equal freedom at all. And not only that, though. So mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, the uh, the people, the black people who's backing, um, you know, Biden and Kamala Harris mm-hmm. and things like that. Like y'all are backing these people. Y'all are um, endorsing them. Mm-hmm. Right. But with you doing that. Like my thing is if if I'm endorsing somebody and and I got a check behind them, my thing is okay. Well, what are you gonna do for the black community, right? Yeah, because they, me, they I'm, I'm endorsing you, right? I'm endorsing you. So yes, voting is cap. So I'm endorsing you, but yet I'm just giving you my money with nothing on the table. Like you get what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like I just feel like you know this whole voting thing that people have going on and oh we got to get trump out of office and things like that like yo y'all i don't really think you guys are well a lot of people are not really knowledgeable on how the whole voting thing works it doesn't matter you know who i don't give a fuck who shows up yeah they're gonna pick the president that they want right with the electoral vote so i you with electoral college vote. so you're they're gonna pick who they want am i right am like, i wrong yeah like like we said there is other voting that is definitely more important which is why you should still go to the yeah, polls you definitely still want to vote you know so you definitely still go to the polls because there are other people because what you're trying to do is you know nothing's going to change overnight that's unrealistic. Mm-hmm. But what is going to happen is you're voting to put better people into place of what is already a crooked system. Mm-hmm. Now, if we put people into place who know that it's a crooked system and are on the side of justice and not on the side of just, you know, that old way of, of living and old way of being a government then that's how things start to change. Right. But it's not just, you're not just going to wake up on November 3rd and, you know, everything's going to be peaches and creams. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just not how it works with voting. Right. But um, with, with Kamala Harris and Biden, what I'm starting to see is they feel as if they don't have to give us anything. No, because nobody is demanding anything, anything. that's backing them. Yeah. Like, you got a bunch of motherfuckers. So in the case that they do win and nothing happens, they can say, well, we never promised you anything. Right. Right. And, and it's because the people that are backing them are not asking anything for the black community. And again, y'all got to remember when Kamala Harris, when she ran for president, um, when she was in the running um, campaigning, she said, they asked her a question and she said, no, I'm not going to specifically do things for black people. So that was your answer there. Yeah. Um, but you want to jump into the comments because I don't want to miss anything. Yes, let's see what we got. Um, Calvin says, why the fuck didn't they just taser his ass instead of reaching for their guns first? Mm-hmm. It's always voting for the lesser, lesser evil, all the motherfuckers crooked as the letter S. Mm-hmm. Voting is a joke. They already know who's going to be president. Voting only cows in local elections. Facts. Um, Ash says, in the last debate, Trump said, Biden, you've been in politics for 45 years and White House for eight and still haven't done anything for the black community. So if Biden wins, I doubt it will be a come up for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vance JC says the president is already selected. Right. right. And that's that's what what people failed to realize. And it's just like, you know, I, I watch things online and, and shit like that. But it's just like. I, I'm so I cannot wait for this election to be over. Like I'm right. just I'm I'm over it. I'm over 
them, you know, throwing things or forcing things upon us. And I feel like, yo, if you want to vote, vote. But I also feel like, you know, let everybody be entitled to their own opinion on who, on how they want to vote. Like, I, I just feel like, yo, like you can't, and stop saying that our ancestors fought for us to vote because that wasn't correct. They fought for, for civil rights. So let's, let's stop with the, yeah. the fake narrative. But um, I just feel like you should allow people to um, vote if they choose to vote. And if they don't, like, it should not be an issue. But like people in relationships and fucking friendships in different types of shit over fucking voting and I think that that shit is crazy as hell super yeah. super crazy um, um, there's another comment in here uh, somebody said Walter Wallace had eight children he's only 27 enough set now I want to know what was enough said about that like what does him having eight children at 27 have to do anything right what does that mean but I I, I read nine the report yeah that I read nine. It, it definitely was nine but, but you um know, get your facts together and then check us through but anyways um Mr. Austin said fuck them both and then Ash says very true star they're acting like Mayweather before a fight they think the black vote is in the bag for them but if they win then what right. are they really the votes of the black community no right and yeah. you know I mean it sucks to say but Trump is offering a lot more for the black community specifically than the other candidate so you know well I mean I don't I don't know both of their plans um, so Biden has a plan um, um, Trump has a plan but both of their plans are, are flawed because you gotta you have to think about when when you're did, looking at these things did when, Biden say he was gonna do something specifically for black people now hey did Deb, he change his so, mind? so no that's that's my thing yeah. like when you're looking at these um, when you're looking at these proposals mm -hmm. they're basically putting the minority category in there. So when you're when you're putting things in um a my you're saying minorities, mm -hmm. that falls under anybody. Like white women now are minorities. Yeah. Or, or trying to consider yourself minorities. So does it does it um apply to black people specifically? No. Yeah. We're getting the trickle down. Like you know what I'm saying? So we're and then after we get the trickle down, we're really left holding the fucking empty bag because we still are left with anything but it's like you know you can't put something specifically into um law for black people but yet you can do it for all of these other ethnicities i can't even talk with these things in my mouth hold on <laughs> ethnicities i Thank got you, you. <laughs> yo my my thing so hold on <laughs> <laughs> shit we just trying to get she's trying to get her shit together that's all i'm sorry y'all i got my um in. but anyway so i just feel like you know, we always get the short end of the stick. And I feel like when it comes to voting, they want the black vote, but they don't want us to um, have any type of advantage um, when it comes to laws being in place for black right. people. It, it's just a, it's a fucked up situation, right. you know, all the way around. Uh, hold on. But anyway, so that brings me to, uh, oh, we'll jump into the comments a little bit. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. So, um... Sneaker says people have amnesia. I don't understand why people are now jumping the Trump bandwagon. Um, Vintage Fit says no one is doing anything for the black community. We need to stop right. shaking my head. Mr. Austin, they find a way to trickle the gullible black people into telling other people. Right, little fucking little trinkets. But anyway, so um, we'll jump some more into the comments. But I was going to say that the um, little Wayne, so he took a picture with Trump. 
And the picture that he took with Trump was basically saying that, you know, he sat down, he had a meeting with Trump and he said that the, um, the platinum plan, what did he say? He said what he's doing for, um, criminal justice reform and the platinum plan for his campaign. Um, he had a great meeting with him and what he's done so far is good. Basically saying that Trump is going to, it's going to help the community with real ownership and that, um, Trump listened and he said that he can get it done. Now, my thing is this, I, no, nothing against little Wayne, but when did Little Wayne become in tune with the black community? Because you guys remember, he's done several interviews where um, they asked him different questions about what's going on in the black community, and he's been so out of touch. So at, like, when did you become so in tune with what's going on with the black community? And again, it's nothing against him, but I'm going based off of the interviews that I've seen when they talk about black issues. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, when? Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, I feel like Trump is asking anybody who he feels like has some type of, I guess, say so in the black community to help him with his plan. Mm -hmm. Because he thinks that that's going to create more black voters. Right. Right. But he's not even doing his research enough to know that Lil Wayne hasn't been helping the black community before this so how does he i mean i I don't know what he does like volunteer wise and things like that but i'm i'm saying as far as like just speaking on black issues and what's been going on like not saying that enter out of touch so when when questions are asked about like what's going on in the black community Mm -hmm. like the police um, brutality and things like that he's been so out of touch so if you look at past interviews Mm -hmm. he's been he hasn't like he lives in California or wherever he lives at and he is a millionaire so he don't live in a hood so a lot of other black um, athletes and, and entertainers and rappers they are from the hood, but they're still in tune with what's going, what's on, in going on in the hood. But okay, he's I see not. What you're saying. So when 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 people ask him questions in interviews about black issues, he's out of touch. Okay, you, know, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, but now that he's but sitting with but that's, Trump, but that's still the same thing, though. It, it really is the same thing because whether you're doing something for the black community or not, okay. You're, you're helping the black community, but you're not there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it could be just simply giving money. That's not really helping the, the black community, just throwing money at them. Are you really out there? Are mm-hmm. you really doing things with them? Are you really making sure that things are progressing for them? Right. Instead of just giving your money to communities that are, are to a businesses that are saying that they're going to help. Right. So even like this, this could be another step where he could be, you know, out of touch, like you say, with the community because he's meeting with Trump and he's not knowing where his ideas are being put. All right. so, I mean, I, mean, I don't know what the meeting is about. Yeah. Like he said that it was a good meeting and he listened. But I mean, Crystal, even Ice Cube had that meeting with him too. So right. it's like we we obviously would have to wait to see, you know, if he's elected again, what would happen or what things are going to change. Right. But it's like right now, it's kind of like an empty house because things haven't changed. And why are we waiting until elections to change things? Right. So um, Ashley said, people misunderstand voting. It's not per vote. It's the electoral vote decides the president. If it was based off of each vote or popular vote, then Hillary would have won. Exactly. We're getting a shit show either way. So Crystal said, here's the thing. Those that um, 
that did fight for the right to vote are still alive. So you just can't dismiss that. So I'm not dismissing it, but what I'm saying is that like a lot of people put the narrative that, you know, they specifically fought to vote, which it, we fought for civil, for civil rights, but like, um, yeah, voting was one of the things that they fought for, but you have to, my thing is this, it's not about dismissing it. People, if you choose to vote, vote, but you can't judge somebody else based off of their beliefs. That's just like somebody believing in God and not believing in God or their Jehovah Witness or something like that. Like, just because you believe in something doesn't mean that another person has to believe in the same thing that you believe in. It's, yeah. it's free. Everyone has an opinion. It's free choice. So you have the right to do the things that you choose to do, even with you doing your research or whatever the situation is. Now, with voting on a local level, things that's going to affect you in your community and things like that, yes, you, you do want to vote. Important. Because I, I like, in Boston, we have a, a lot of a good people that I grew up with that um, are, that were was elected and mm -hmm. that are doing a lot for the community so when you're voting and you're voting on a local level it's a good thing for your community now the presidency is something different but again you can't hold that person um something against them because they choose not to vote it's mm -hmm. their choice, choice to do right. so everyone has a choice to vote whether they want to whether you feel that you know they should or not like right. and that's just the bottom line but i do want to jump into um some of the other comments um let me see. Um, hey, Kimi. Where do we go? I don't like these fake rapper politicians. <laughs> right. One of the main issues, everyone has a voice. Um, Tanika said that. Um, sorry, wasn't finished. Hey, ladies. Keen said, thank you, Star. Mr. Austin. You want to be what Ash said under? Um, yeah. He's in the money corner, so he's going to save face to make sure it doesn't affect his money. He don't care about the regular black folk. It doesn't phase him anymore. Right. So I think I think that's definitely what Star was trying to get at, which I misunderstood. I thought like maybe he just wasn't doing anything for his community. But yeah, I mean, if, if you're living in a space where you're not connected mm -hmm. to the black community anymore and you're living this like high fame life, mm -hmm. then how can you have a say in what things need to change? You don't even know what things are going on. Right. You're in Holly Hills and you're just living it up like, you know, and, and again, there's nothing against that like you know when you when you become famous or you make money yeah you want to evolve and you want to move out of the hood and things like that but also you know as a black man as a black woman you still need to be in touch or in tune with what's going on in the black community because people are dying out here you know what i'm saying what so, i would say is he he does have a daughter yeah. he does have children so maybe his children you know keep him grounded and you know keep but, him in touch but, but they're also know. living that a high life, high life yeah. as well and, and again it's nothing against him or the family but what i'm saying is that you know, you still want to be in tune. Like, you know, a lot of people, you know, it's wishy-washy with Jay-Z or whatever, but, you know, Jay-Z is still in tune with what's going on in the hood. So whether you see he's not on social media or anything like that, but if something happens in a black community and, and people are arrested and with the protests and things like that, he's bailing these people out. So yeah. fuck the whole, the bail system that, you know, the, the state has, you know, these other celebrities that are, you know, not in a hood are bailing people out. Yeah. But I do want to just jump into the, to the, um, the uh, comments because I, I don't want to forget anybody. And I, yeah, I do appreciate you all for um, chiming in the chat. Hit like button and subscribe if you haven't subscribed. Yeah, so in my opinion, uh, from Nika, in my opinion, everyone has a voice now because it's election season. We all need to be involved with both the general and primary elections, mm -hmm. not a photo opportunity. Right. 
So like like she's saying, you know, the uh, the electoral vote is is cool and all, but what's really important is getting out there and voting for your local. Mm-hmm. Um, state officials. Um, Calvin says, when did any of these motherfuckers he been talking to become the voice of the black community? The motherfuckers need to do Dr. Claude Anderson or Farrakhan. Facts. Um, Mr. Austin said he's using them. Peace I said vote for Kanye. <laughs> Deb says Donald, Donald did not have a clue. I only focus on Mitch McConnell. Donald can't read. Mitch wears... <laughs> A white hoodie, he controls the Senate, does not matter who the president is, Mitch mm-hmm. controls everything. Who said that? Um, oh, okay, go said, ahead. said that, yep. Uh, Mr. Austin said they need to change the complete way the foundation of the voting system. Reginald says, you guys touching on more topics in the debate itself. <laughs> Mr. Austin says, Trump is for the rich people, and Biden wants to tax the rich, and 50 Cent also said he will vote for Trump's because they're not concerned with the hood anymore. Wow, I didn't know that. Um, Crystal said, no, I get that. That's fine. I was more commenting on the narrative part. I think the true question is how, regardless of wins, what are we going to do to better our community? Right. And mm-hmm. and I, I agree with that. Um, but again, like with living in the community that you're in, if you are connected with people um, and you're connected with people who do things in the community, whether you volunteer or, you know, even getting involved in like... Um, like the um the um you know like the community meetings that they be having and things like that like yo you have to know what's going on in your community so yes it's up to you to start participating in what's going on in your community like the taxes um what's going on like with the school systems especially if you have kids so that's why it's good to vote on a local level because you want to know the people that you're voting for and what yeah. they're doing for your community running so, the school system police exactly. department judicial system exactly so again like in in Boston and Chris, I don't know where you're at, but in Boston, you know, again, just going back to, you know, like Dorchester, Roxbury and things like that, you know, a lot of people that, you know, we grew up with have been uh, elected and just help out in general. Like Liz, Liz, uh, Miranda, for instance, like she is a go-to person with a lot of things that goes on in Boston and in the community. You can reach out to her. She's a people's person. You know, a lot of people grew up with her. Uh, My family went to school with her. So, you know, she's just one of the many persons that, you know, who are regular, a regular person, you know what I'm saying, that you're able to reach out to and who's able to help in different situations that you may be in. But again, it's up to us to do things for our community. But, yeah, you know, you, you have get to get there. involved. Yeah, You definitely have to get involved in what's going on. Yeah. All right, so we'll um, read what Ashley said and um, we'll, we'll move on. But this is good. I, you know what it is? Like, I, I don't mind talking about politics when, you know, people can just be um, open-minded. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I, I feel like it's such a touchy subject and people get so upset about it. You have to remember that we're not politicians. (laughs) You know, we really don't know much, but we're just giving our opinions and we want you guys to feel free to give your opinions too, because this is something that's important and in one way or another, it is going to affect you. Right. It is going to affect you. But my thing is this is a platform for us to be open with each other Mm -hmm. and we may not always agree on everything, but that's just life. But I feel like on Thursday nights, 
we should be able to come on and shoot the shit. Like, this is basically what it's for. It, it's, it's for like hanging us. out with your friends. Right, but it's family. for us to express everything that we that's going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, my nails are horrible. I hope they can see this. <laughs> All right, so as said... Um, Okay, exactly what Mr. Austin said. There aren't regular folks no more. Regular back people aren't making 400 a K, so the tax isn't affecting us. So the rich will pick Trump. Mm-hmm. And that's another issue with the community is those people making the rules and changes don't all live in the community. Mm-hmm. And their idea of rebuilding leads to kicking out the black community and bringing in the white rich. Right. Right. So look what's going on again in Boston right yeah. now. Like, Complete yo, you gentrification. Have- it, it's so crazy when I ride through the hood in Boston, like things have changed now. Building up Boston, great. Mm-hmm. But kicking people out, like imagine um, imagine a lady ha- that's been living in this building for years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like she raised her kids in this building, her grandkids and all of that shit. And now they're trying to double up on the rent and she's on a fixed income and she has to go out and move to a whole nother fucking area yes. that she's not used to. That's fucked up for some for somebody else to come in and, and wreak all the benefits of the new build around like and everything that they've done. Half yeah. of the people that come here and try to restructure the city aren't even from the state. Right. Never mind the city. They're not even from the state. You understand that? So that's why electing people on the local level is important because that controls what happens within the city. That means building mm-hmm. and apartments and living and housing and who and who is able to afford housing in certain communities. Right. Yeah, but yo, they're putting up like high rise, they're putting up buildings everywhere. Every now, little lot. Every lot. But don't now, have a little grass in your backyard, they're gonna come for that. Yo, too. when I tell you that they're putting up fucking buildings everywhere. So the only thing with, with Boston is like, okay, they will have like, okay, a certain amount of, because of like, I don't know if the, what um, stipulations are in the city, but a certain amount of houses have to be sub, I mean, a certain, certain amount of apartments, excuse me, have to be subsidy. You know what I'm saying? So like everybody should, um, have to um, be able to apply or whatever. Yep. Excuse me, I'm getting my words jumbled up. Okay. But um, but I just feel like, you know, the rent is on a rise and it, it continues is. to go up. Now, we're in the midst of a fucking pandemic, right? So a lot of people, no matter what Trump has said, the economy is not um, better than it's ever been. A lot of yeah. people are still filing for unemployment. Um, a lot of people still can't pay their fucking credit card bills. The, um, the pandemic, um, the COVID relief fund that the credit card um, company had, for um, people has ended. So a lot of people can't even pay their credit card bills. The mortgage um, COVID relief fund have ended for some mortgages, but a, a lot of, well, some mortgages were actually going until December, but a lot of the major banks have ended. So it's like these people are out here stuck. So when you're getting or depending on what state you're in, you may be getting like four something, but you're getting that money weekly and your fucking mortgage is $2,000 and you're trying to still put, um, pay your light bills and pay your, your car note and all that shit. Like there's fucking no way. You know what I'm saying? Like we're, we're in a, a shit ass economy right now. And you know, and I feel bad for the people who are out of work because yeah. they didn't pass another stimulus bill. And it's not like and these people are lazy don't care about and you. don't want to work. Yeah. It's because there's no fucking jobs to go to. Yes. 
And now Boston is scaling back because the the um, the COVID rates are on the rise. And um, we got an email today saying that, you know, we just kind of be careful going into the office. Thank yep. God I get to work from home. But, you know, be careful because he's like, he's afraid that Governor Baker may... Yeah, Governor Baker. He may, um, he may start like scaling back and on, on businesses and, and shit. Yeah. So I know I just went on a, a whole... Um, Rampant, uh, <laughs> no, but, yo, but, like, but it's, just, it's real, it's aggravating, yo. <laughs> it's, it's real because these companies, these people, these businesses, they don't understand that the money that these people were getting with the little bit of help that they were getting mm-hmm. is not enough to cover everyday expenses, it, right. it really isn't, right? And that just comes to show you that this, the government, this country, it doesn't care about us yo. because a country that cares about you would have put laws into place during a time like this. Yeah. That would have made sure that the economy stood standing. Right. But instead, it's going underwater yeah. and nobody cares about it. Right. So it, it's just like it brings it back to when we had the recession before. Was that like 2008? I think yeah, it was. 2008. Um, you know, the economy was a was a shit show then, and then you know it was kind of built back up. But you know, again, I just. I just feel bad for the people who are, are still out of work, you know, Absolutely. as far as, as voting, you know, do what you feel you have to do for you, but also just kind of participate in, in your community. But yo, if you see somebody and you know that they're not working and you got an extra few dollars and you're able to help them out, help them out. Like at the end of the or day, even food, food you know? or whatever, food or whatever. Cause you, you, my thing is you never know what somebody's going through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we all go through shit. You know, we have our, our things that we go through. We, we may be set about, upset about, but, you know, you never know what the next person is going through. So, As, Like I say, it's always good to have a strong community behind you. Because, oh, yeah. Especially when you're going through things like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if everybody's struggling and y'all come together, something can happen. Right. All right. Exactly. So y'all just got to stick together and make sure y'all looking out for each other. Right. So moving on, just to kind of before we get into the um, relationship topics. Um, so, you know, if you are new tuning into the podcast, you know, we usually talk talk about you know what's going on in the world the community in the first half of the show and then in the second half of the show we um, kind of go over uh, relationship topics things that people send in for us to read and just like you know general things like that but um you know with the with the pandemic and, and everything that's just going on you know I feel like it's mentally it's affecting people it's driving people crazy it's driving people to commit crimes that they may have not done otherwise done otherwise but you know they maybe they are just you know crazy but um in texas a 48 year old husband is accused of hiding in the shower and killing his wife now the mother was able to get away and she was able to get away and go to a neighbor's house and call the police. But he did kill his wife. Now, after he killed his wife, he made a YouTube video apologizing to his kids. But in a YouTube video, and I'm, I'm going to put the links below. In a YouTube video, he's pretending like he's crying. But on everything I love, tears. on everything I love, there's no tears coming out of his eyes whatsoever. No tears. That's the crocodile the tears. The crocodile tears. Facts. Um... Also in um, my paper. Also in New York, yeah. a boyfriend was caught on camera, um, taking like he was dragging his um, six months pregnant um, girlfriend out of the car, her lifeless body out of the car, and he dropped her off on uh, Queens Expressway. 
Um, her name was Vanessa Pierre. So this happened, I think, sometime last week. Um, somebody said Corona fatigue. Yeah, like, I don't know what's going on. In Kansas, a father was taken into custody after killing his um, teen son and abducting his two young daughters. And I don't know if you guys remember the story of... Um, the girl who got peed on, it was on, it was on like Baller Alert Shade Room. She had got peed on on a red eye flight coming from Vegas. And um, uh, it was a pastor from out of North Carolina. I think his name was um, Daniel um, Chamberlain or something like that. But yeah, so it's like, okay. so basically, but the, the situation that happened with, with her on a flight was kind of crazy because this is a red eye flight. You're coming back mm-hmm. from Vegas. You're supposed to be a pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, the bathroom, she was in the back. She was like the last um, seat in the back of the plane. Now, he pulled down his pants and he urinated on her. And then he, um, she woke up and felt it. And then, you know, you go crazy after that. Right. So, like, they had to, I think there was a, um, an off-duty police officer on a flight who had to tackle him or whatever. But when they questioned him after, mind you, she had to continue the rest of that flight with urine yeah, on they her. always have a U.S. marshal. So, um, after that, you know, when they landed or whatever, they asked her, um, they asked him, like, oh, you know, uh, were you drinking? He's like, no. And the police clearly smell alcohol on his breath. He's like, no, I don't drink. I'm a pastor. What? He goes, oh, whatever she said I did, I didn't do. But yet you they smell pee on him and his pants is clearly wet. So I hope I so hope he she's... wasn't he wasn't sitting next to her. No, he wasn't he sitting was next to her. He was trying to go to the bathroom. I don't even you and didn't make it. No, you can't miss the bathroom. He to me, I feel like he intentionally peed on her. Oh, he absolutely intentionally peed on her. Yeah, but so they you're said right he next has, to the bathroom. They said he has some kind of disorder, but that's bullshit because if you're drinking alcohol and you're mixing, I think he said he took Ambien or, some, Ambien mm-hmm. or something like that. If you're mixing that with alcohol, that's on you. Yeah. You know that you're not supposed to mix those two things together. So whether yeah. you had a sleeping disorder or not, you intentionally I mean, peed on that way, young lady. He did it. So to issue this man a citation, knowing damn well he intentionally did this shit. I like oh, I would have had to kill him. There's no way. Come on. There's no fucking way. Citation. Right. But um yeah, I just it's a crazy situation. He would have he would have been going to jail or to the funeral home. Exactly. You know, one of the two. Right. Uh, it's, a, it's a crazy situation. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and, and jump into the relationship topics. Yeah. And uh, we we actually got a, a good amount of <laughs> letters in tonight. Good. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um what do we got? <laughs> no, no, no. You can go ahead with yours. Okay. So, do you guys feel like marriage is a real commitment? So, here's a letter from one of our listeners. I recently found out that my boyfriend was engaged before dating me, but he won't take that leap with me. He says marriage is not a real commitment. We have been together for five years, and he has been hiding this from me. Mm. What should I do? No, that's that's really hard. Like, so it 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 honestly it just depends on the relationship that he had prior. So you know, sometimes you can you can be with somebody and you know he was engaged and that probably just turned him off, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's but my thing is if you're going into a new relationship, you have to let go of your past, especially if you plan on establishing a future. Um, with the person that you're with, and it's not fair to her, especially if she's if she's looking to, 
um, you know, looking to get married, you know, that's her end goal. But I I feel like she shouldn't be punished for something that you went through in a previous relationship. So, you know, stay with his ass. I I, I wouldn't either. If you, if you, Mm -hmm. if you feel like, you know, if if your ultimate goal is to get married Mm -hmm. and he's not willing to change, then you need to move on i mean even that would have been okay like i just felt like if he would have been honest Mm -hmm. about his situation in the past especially since she's you know clearly talked about marriage before Mm -hmm. he's saying it's not a real commitment he should have said why he felt that way and maybe she would have understood and would have compromised because i can understand you know being committed without being in a marriage i understand that right but for some people they they do want marriage but you can't allow yourself to settle for somebody who's continuously telling you what they want to do and it's not what you want to do so you're you're going to be miserable either way whether you stay or you leave Mm -hmm. so you might as well just go ahead and leave and find somebody who wants the same thing that you want right i mean and that's just like um that's just like when when people want to have you're with somebody who wants to have a a kid and another person's like ah i don't want no kids you know what i'm saying like a relationship is is not gonna work you can't compromise something no matter how long y'all stay together you can't change somebody's mind and then like you don't want to be in a position where you try to get pregnant on purpose you, you get yeah. what i'm saying it's, it's a just, sticky you're situation just wasting your time yeah there's somebody out there that wants the same thing that you want mm-hmm. and it's not going to seem like a task it's not going to seem like a hassle mm-hmm. when when they ask you shit you ain't even going to know it you're going to turn around you're going to pop into a damn wedding ring right. okay so <laughs> literally don't settle for somebody who is telling you he does not want that with you mm-hmm. all right it was somebody who wants the same things you yeah. want y'all have to you when you're in a relationship like and you have to be on the same page and a lot of people a lot of times people get divorces because they're not really on the same page with the person that they're with you know what I'm saying? i've seen people i've seen people be with people be with a, a person mm-hmm. for years nothing happens their very next relationship two weeks in they're engaged and married it's like you know it's literally if somebody don't want you like that mm-hmm. they, they're not gonna do you like that Back. and you if if it's too too much time for you it's been five years that's a lot of damn time on the mm-hmm. same page with the person that they're <laughs> with i've yeah. seen people I, <laughs> but uh, yeah that, that, that's a lot of damn time and i feel like you know Instead of wasting your time with somebody, just go ahead and find somebody else. Mm-hmm. Definitely got to move on. All right. Um, go ahead, you want me to go? Okay. <laughs> She's like, keep going. All right. I got more. Okay. So <laughs> I got more. Don't worry. <laughs> I do. All right. So how would you react if you were pregnant mm-hmm. and you found out that your husband is leaving you for another one? Mm. Oh, I would be devastated, right? Because you know when when you, when pre- pregnant women are very very vulnerable, so yeah. it's kind of like to be in that situation. Like you're you're excited. Like this is like the highlight of everything. Like you're building a family. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Now, like we're we're a family now, right? Just to find out that your husband ain't shit. Well, let me tell you about this lady's husband, y'all, because she done wrote in and told us about him. Mm. Oh, sorry. This is him. Ooh. He talking about her. Oh. <laughs> he ain't shit. <laughs> All right. So, dear FY Podcast, me and my wife have been married for almost a year now. Mm-hmm. I have been having an outside affair for the past two months, and now my wife is pregnant. She wants me home majority of the time, making it harder for me to have my affair. I'm not sure if I even want to stay with my wife or even have this baby. 
Should I tell my wife that I want to be with my other woman or should I ask for a divorce without giving her a reason? I, so this is this is my take on, on things like that, right? When you're in a, a relationship, no, fuck a relationship. When you're in a marriage, you're committed yes. to that person. So, you know, you decided that this is a person that you want to be with. So for you to, to do things outside of your marriage, knowing that your wife is um, pregnant and you're just like, oh, you, you know, you don't want to be with her. You want to divorce. That's a fucked up situation to put somebody yeah, in. But how would you feel if, if the shoe was on the other foot? If, if she got pregnant by another dude and it was going to tell you like, yeah, so it's not going to work out. The baby's not yours. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yo, people have to put yeah, themselves so. in that same position and, and figure out how you feel. Vance just laughing. But yo, it's true. So Ashley, Ashley said, um, exactly. Look at um, Diddy and Casey. Yeah, she was Cassie, whatever right. her name is. So she was with him for years. And then after they split, she found so happy. she found her love. Like she so got happy. married, she had a baby. She got her right. she got her Sierra prayer. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you know, I feel like I feel like um a situation like that, like I'm not for the whole um cheating things. Now I'm a, I'm gonna read the question that we have posted on the podcast page mm-hmm. or whatever, but I I just feel like, you know, if you felt like you had to step out on your wife, you should have told her like, hey, you know, I don't think that this is working or, you know, marriage counseling before you decide to. I mean, fuck all that. Some. My man's trying to divorce the baby. No, no, no. Too. I'm talking about like prior to cheating. Oh, oh, right. I'm just yeah. saying. But my thing is, she's already pregnant. What do you expect her to do with the baby? Yeah, she's going to keep like, the baby. But <laughs> this is this is my thing. Like, yo, fuck. He's trash. So, he's very um, trash. I, I don't know his name. He didn't leave anything. You're trash. You're, yeah. you're, you're, you're trash. All right. You're very disrespectful. And then yeah, my no thing logic. is this. What the new chick that you're with, like, what does she think is going to happen to her? Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and and does she even know that you have a wife? Like, yeah, she know. Women know. Like, bitches be trying to act like they don't know, but she knows. She knows exactly. But these what the men fuck are is good. These men are good. Nah, she you knows. Seen, you seen the picture we posted the other day, right? They be at their own motherfucking yeah. wedding, talking about sorry, babe. I'm, I'm at my boy's wedding. I'm gonna yeah. call you back. He said these questions is out of pocket. Like what? <laughs> it ain't out of pocket. These is the shit that people go through. That yeah, got shit this, this is real life, baby. <laughs> For real, this ain't no shit. reality TV. They want answers. <laughs> I don't know what to tell them. Facts. Um, I don't understand it. Okay. So we have a um, somebody um, wrote in, and this is from a guy. He did not leave his name, but um, I'm going to let you go ahead. <laughs> All right. Dear FYP, I am a longtime listener of the show. Never in a million years did I think I would be writing in a letter, but here I am. I am a former trick, and I used to belong <laughs> to the street. Wait, what? Yes. <laughs> now that I have changed my life over and I'm trying to be a faithful, dedicated black king to a black queen, I'm faced with a problem. <laughs> the problem is, it's hard to get girls to take me serious because they know I used to belong <laughs> to the street. Me telling women that I no longer indulge in, in you know, um, the lifestyle of running through the woman has come across as comical to the last few women I talked to, like it's affecting star. Um, my question is for funny. you two is this, what can I do to get women to forget about my past lifestyle? Sincerely, a former bag buyer, five-star dinner reservation specialist, King Ghoster, fake sleeping <laughs> to talk to the next bitch, a hundred dollar cash app for the lunch, sending King. 
First of all, send me a hundred to my Cash App right now. R R Cash App. Use 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 the correct terms. The R. Yes. Send, send me, us. Send me the hundred dollars and let me know if it's really real. No. Um. I just feel like you have to be serious. Like everybody has a past. You know what I'm saying? Like we we've talked about this several times on the show. Everybody mm-hmm. has a past. So like you know, no, you know, as a female or male, you can't delete your wholeness. Um, like <laughs> Joya said, there's no way that you can delete your wholeness. But I just feel Embrace like that shit. yeah, it's it's on how you approach things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like some women may not take you serious is because of the way you're approaching it. You know what I'm saying? So if you're approaching a female like yeah, you know, I used to be this way and I used to be like that, but I ain't like that no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, like why do they even need to know that? Exactly. But <laughs> you need to you need to approach things and um approach things in a different light. Yo, I, I cannot just... fucking talk with these things in my mouth. <laughs> Go ahead. (laughs) I would just say this. If you really want women to take you seriously, you got to really stop, you know, um, talking to all these women. Because even in your letter, you said, you know, to the previous women you were talking to. I don't know if you were talking to them all at the same time, but just talk to one woman. Don't let her know about your past. All of a sudden, she asked you about it. So I know you don't do that no more. But I'm no um, longer a pimp. You know, you, you're no longer about that life. You decided to be saved. You decided to, to, to get your life but over yo, to God. That's and what it sounds like. It sounds it like does. I used to be, but I ain't about that life. It sounds you know like you, more. you've been baptized. And, and, show, and, show, and show the woman more than you're telling her because, you know, you. That's it's funny. It's funny when you're saying that because it's like, damn, you used to do all of this and you're telling me why. Like what? Like why do you want me to know this? You want me to feel some type of way? Right. Like what? <laughs> so I'd be like, all right, you're corny. I wouldn't want to mess with you no more, and I'd probably just block and delete you. So you know, unless you're gonna cash out her to keep her interested, you know, you need to really be dedicated to what you're doing. If you're stopping this whole pimp life thing, completely erase it from your from your mind. Unless you're asked about it, don't be deceived for now. But if you're um, not stopping it, you can cash app us. And because we, we, we like lunch, yes, um, we like to eat. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know, just just literally change change your entire way of being with the women. Like anything that you change used to the do way before, you approach them. Yeah, change the way you approach. Like everything that you did before, don't do that yeah. no more. And stop don't tricking. Do stop tricking. Yes. Please, All unless right. it's with our catch up. Thank, Thank you. you. Mm. Thank you. My cash app is Star D. Um, all right, so I'm a. This is a. This is actually a, um, a funny one. It's, uh, she titled it, I Can't Get Rid of Him. So, dear FY Podcast, I've been holding my relationship down for the past uh, two years of a five-year relationship. I fell out of love with him because he became lazy after losing his job and only looked for a job for about two months. When a pandemic hit, he started getting unemployment, and this nigga really was not trying to give me any money to help pay the bills. He says he loves me, but we don't have sex. I tried breaking up with him, but he won't leave. My lease is over at the end of the month and I've already found a new place uh, that he doesn't know about. (laughs) He is going to visit his brother next week and that's when I plan on packing and leaving. Am I wrong? Hell no. (laughs) Do you, Google? Hell no, you get out of that. (laughs) Facts, like, yo, this is my thing with dudes, right? Dudes want to be controlling. Like, nah, you ain't leaving me. Like, 
he's saying that because he probably don't have a place to stay. Right, he's homeless, though. <laughs> so <laughs> at this point, it's very selfish of him to try to keep you in a relationship because he needs a place to stay. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a super fucked up situation. But no, you're not wrong for leaving no. because you deserve your space. But as a grown-ass woman, you should have been put your foot down because I would have had some niggas run him up out of there. <laughs> like, yeah, the that's some, that's some, like, anybody going to tell me right. no? What? Like, I want to break up. No. Like, yo. And then not only that, he's not having sex with you. So you're paying Mm. all the bills. You're paying all... He doesn't have to do nothing. He don't got to fuck you. He don't got to suck you. He don't got to do none of that. All you got to do is lay down. But you're paying... Right. You're paying all the bills. And then... He was getting like $900. Wasn't unemployment like $900? Yeah, I would have kicked his ass. I would have been hey, like, you was getting $900 and, and he didn't want to give you no money towards the bills. All that money that he was getting for unemployment those months, he should have enough money to find him some fucking way to say. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Don't fall for it. You know, this is getting cold outside now mm-hmm. and you know, right? they, they want to stick around mm-hmm. now. So just make sure you... You don't let that address up. Don't get no return mail, nothing. Just make sure you completely gone up out of there. Well, she okay? said that he doesn't know, so I'm, a, I'm assuming. number, girl, when, um, get a new hair color. Do what you got to do to remain, you know, hidden. Because mm-hmm. he don't need to be finding you again. He's, he's a little scary. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but all right, so another, before she jumped into the, the um, last few, so another person sent me mm-hmm. this. It wasn't really a letter, but it was a question. Why do men act childish after a breakup? Is is it impossible to be friends after you break up with somebody? Mm. See, I feel like <laughs> I feel like women do it too, though. I feel like women definitely can be childish after a breakup too, but it it, it can it, it can go both. It yeah. can be both. It definitely, it definitely depends on the breakup. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're breaking up on bad terms, like, hell no, I'm not about to be friends with you. Mm-hmm. What? But if we're breaking up on, like, mutual terms and it's just not working out mm-hmm. and we're better off as friends, then, yes, that makes complete sense. Right. But don't be don't be trying to be friends with somebody after you didn't, um, you know, shut them down and told them you don't want them and that you got a new girlfriend. Right. Or, you know, don't be weird about the situation. Don't right. So I, I feel like it's not impossible to be friends, but it also depends on how the relationship ended. Absolutely. So if the relationship ended on good terms and it's just like, you know what, we're just not meant to be together or whatever, you know, that person could still, you know, very well be in their feelings. But I feel like as a grown-ass woman, you know, if we ended our relationship on good terms, there's no um, point of me not being able to be cordial with you. Right. But if we ended up on some shit where you cheated on me, then yeah, I'm going to act a whole funky, um, fucking donkey. I'm going to act the ass. Like, like I'm not, just... We're not cool. Yeah, we're not cool. Fuck you and the bitch that you cheated on me with. You know yes. what I'm saying? But, you know, at the end of the day, like, you get over that shit. Like, everything that you go through is a is a lesson learned. And you have to learn how to take, you know, the good with the bad. Like, you know, is it, it was an experience, but you know what it would be like in your next relationship. You know, that's how people got to take things. And a lot of people hold on yeah. to, to things in their relationship, just like the other person, the whole engagement shit. He's still holding on to that shit, but he's in a whole new relationship. You got to yeah. let that shit go, boo. Yeah. Can't hold on to that shit. Now, let me ask you. Have you ever bashed an ex on social media? No. So I don't do that social media bullshit. Like people be on social media, on live. Like, yo, if I ever go on live, yo, you'll never see me on live crying. 
You'll never see me on live crying or be like, let me tell you what this motherfucker. Right. No. I can't get it. That but shit I must is so say, ghetto to me. Back in my Facebook days, I definitely probably used to do that. I'm not going to say I probably. I did do it. I admit it. Okay. Back in my Facebook days, I used to do it. And thank God I was a teenager. So, you know, like it's water on the bridge now. But like now as an adult, I just don't see the need in it. Like even when people are in a relationship and y'all be bashing the person that you with and still be and with them. Still be with them. Right. What? That's like clown shit. Like, come on, you just did all of that for what? Yeah. <laughs> like for like why? Like what attention was you trying to get? Was it their attention? Right. I don't get it. But okay, another thing. Why do people bash their exes, right? Mm-hmm. Once once their ex finds somebody new, but not when they break up. Because I feel like the the new chick or the new dude looks better than them. Right. Nine times out of ten. Like it, it was an upgrade, right? You know what I'm saying? So like this because, nigga ain't shit anyway. He got a little dead. Because like, the thing is, if plus if there was an ugly dude or ugly chick, are you really you you don't care? You're like, oh, your girl, you do your dude's whack. You, yeah. you get what I'm saying? So I just feel like when they they're intimidated and you know they they're jealous, they feel away. I hear away. that. I hear that. That's basically what it is. I see it a lot on social media, and thank you to all the people that do put y'all business out on social media because this is why I have is, Hilarious. It is. It's amazing. It gets me through some tough times. Let me tell you. But you know <laughs> what? Hold on. But to, to just piggyback on that, you know what I can't stand? When people put their business on social media and be like, oh, why y'all always in my business? Bitch, because you put it out there. <laughs> now, if and, you're going to go ahead and release the episode, motherfucker, I'm going to watch it. Hello. Now, when now when shit's going right, you can't be, you know, hiding shit. You got to tell us all the good shit. The good shit, the bad shit, the indifferent shit. I want to know everything about your relationship because now I'm invested. Because mm-hmm. you didn't gave me little bits and pieces of too much information. Exactly. So my nosy ass brain is thinking like, damn, when are, when are they going to fight again? Yeah, and I'd be wondering you know? like, well, damn, well, did he come home last night, bitch? Are they you good? Didn't us. Yeah. <laughs> he probably he probably laid it down. He probably <laughs> should fucking deck this morning. I don't know. All right. Let's just hop into the very last um, relationship uh, question. All right. Dear FY... Oh, I have two. I have another one. Question after this. Dear FY Podcast, I almost went out on a date with a murderer. I have been using the dating app Bundle to find single men in my area, and I ended up meeting this really handsome guy. He asked me out on a date, and we were going to meet somewhere local since we found out we're from the same town. Before meeting up with him, I told my friend about him, and she said, we have to do a background check. Thank God we did, because this man has been in jail for attempted murder two times and an attack on an officer. I am not even sure how he is out and about. Just a warning, please be careful who you meet on these sites, and please do a background check. Yes, Yo, sir. so the crazy part about that is um, there was a story, was it last year or the year before that, where um, a girl... Um, I think he was meeting girls on dating apps and like killing them or something like that. But one girl ended up getting away. I I, I vaguely remember the story. It was the jogger. Right? Was no. It the jogger? No. no. I, I, I have to go that. back and now I have to go back and find this story. Yeah. But yo, you you definitely have to be careful. Like, mm-hmm. you know, people sign up for these dating apps, swipe left, swipe right. I don't know what it could be anybody. Each one of those means. But I'm going to say this, though. You have I'm to a, be careful. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Because I don't know who you are. Some of these girls out here. 
they be dating murderers. I'ma just say that. They ain't got no problems with it. And the motherfuckers be treating them well. So I mean, I don't know. I'm Are not you talking some, about like hood niggas. I'm just saying, bitch. I'm because saying. You're, you're if you're talking about hood dudes, like that's something different than a nigga who's just crazy and looking and luring I'm just women saying, on dating apps. If you're gonna eliminate them, eliminate them all the way. Okay. Don't be acting like you ain't you ain't in the serial killers. Mm. You really is. All right, last. That's question. not. That's not nice. Not. <laughs> yo, you got you got to be careful, yo. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All drugs aside, please do uh, your background check. They're free. Not facts. All right. So, last question: How do you feel about women lying about being pregnant or having a miscarriage or abortion to keep a man? Yo. So this is this is something that I despise. Mm-hmm. I despise it. Patty is toxic. A She's very toxic. Pee. Come on, you, how <laughs> long have you been watching the show? Yo, <laughs> I just feel like um, I feel like yo, it, you shouldn't have to go through extreme measures to keep somebody who don't want to be kept, mm-hmm. and especially lying about a child like that yeah. shit is so so. That's so beneath you, beloved. Don't don't do it. Right. Don't. Right. Yeah, I just feel like if if you really desperately need to keep a man by telling him you're having a baby, that's not really gonna keep a man though. Yeah, like 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 what like what does that say about you as a woman? Right. Like, does that mean that you're not validation? That you're not good enough to be with him on your own? That's what I get out of that. When you're pretending like, oh, you know, well, I'm pregnant with your baby. You know, you're like, like now you're being psychotic. Like there's certain things you just don't lie about. Mm-hmm. If a Especially man, that. yeah, like I said earlier, if somebody don't want to be with you, they just don't want to be with you. It doesn't matter what extreme measures you go to. Mm-hmm. They're still not going to want that. They may act as if they want you because they may feel as if, you know, you're, Huh? <laughs> Nothing. I'm what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, but yeah, I mean, these these people could still want to be with you because of the fact that you're, you know, as in like a victim, you're being sad, you're giving them things like guilt tripping them into being with you. That's the type of relationship you really want to be in. Somebody's just with you because they sympathize with you or they feel bad for you. It's never going to work out, boo. And I just feel like things like that, you just never play around with, especially if you haven't had kids or if you, even if you did. It's just things you don't want to play around with. Because losing a kid is very serious mm-hmm. and you don't know how that man will react to that situation. And if you find out that you're lying about it, girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest, before we close out the show, um, regardless of you, you say that you are pregnant, even if you are pregnant, it's not going to keep a man because at the end yeah. of the day, a real man is going to still leave you and take care of his kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's up to you as a woman and not be a bitter bitch and try to keep him away from his child at that time because, right. you know, there's some women that do that. But anyway, as always, we thank you guys for tuning in. Um, shout out to Reek Nose. Um, he uh, laced me with this hat and this shirt. Um, if you guys want to get his... Um, oh, and he got some like little stitching on the side or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like that, it's cute. It's cute or whatever. Um, (laughs) But you know, ain't seen it in person. Like it's super detailed. Yeah. So shout out to him. If you guys want to um, get his uh, merch, you guys can go to Reek Nose. So that's um, R I K E 
knows. <laughs> I'm ah. so drunk. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. uh, but no, I spoke. I spoke because you. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. sorry. I'm, I'm so you laugh. <laughs> I'm so done. But anyway, I'm gonna put his link down below. You guys can definitely. It's black owned. You know, I'm all. I'm all for supporting my black owned businesses, and I still have a lot of merchandise to buy. I need to buy some hoodies. Yo, you know what it is when when I be trying to buy stuff. Yo, I have like I'll put that shit in my cart, and then and it'll sit there because something shiny would take my attention, (laughs) attention, Mm -hmm. yo. And I'll just be like, oh, let me go do this, and I'll come back. But I really need to to focus, yo. I really need. You know what I need? I need to hit up Deb and get get me some more um, CBD so you can like concentrate. So I can concentrate and focus. (laughs) Like yo, I, I ran out of it. And I just been trying to like, and I forget. And then I need to get some. Um, P Star told me to get some CBD cream for my um, my hand. Yeah. So I need to I need to look into some of that. So I, I gotta hit Deb up. But um, anyway, so thank you guys for tuning in. So if you guys have not logged on to our website, definitely log on to our website and um, check, it check it out. And also just um, sign up, like log, you know, do a login and, and things like that, because we do have some stuff coming on the website soon. So we, you know, so you can be the first person to get the notifications. Um, also, if you want to follow us, FY Podcast, our website is fypodcast.com. My um my Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> My Instagram is Starz S T A R Z Z E E. Patty Mayo is Patty Mayo Two Wise. Um, Patty Mayo does her motivational um, podcast, and it's um, Patty the vibe. The vibe Patty, Patty Mayo. Mayo. Yo, I'm new episode I'm just released. <laughs> just just released tonight. Go check it out. Yes, but yo, today was today was definitely a good episode. You know, yeah. I just feel like the the dialogue was good and not only that like yo again thursday night we're supposed to be it's family we come here we talk about whatever yeah, it's good to get you know that what i'm saying get chest. that shit off your chest with everything that we've been dealing with during the week but as always we love you guys and we will see you next thursday night Bye. Bye. hey hold on god damn it i'm not even on the right screen all right <laughs>